I have a question for you that I hope you answer honestly. Who or what are you trying to control? Hello, my name is Denise M. Lang, and I am the Chief Empowerment Specialist for Demi Enterprises, a coaching and consulting firm geared at helping people and organizations get clear about their purpose. I have over 20 years of experience in both corporate America and Christian ministry work. What both arenas have taught me is this. In order to be effective and successful, you will need to have a clear understanding of who you are and how you show up in the world. This podcast is a space where we can discuss how your purpose is connected to your everyday relationships and your everyday decisions. The Pointing to Purpose podcasts are conversations about unearthing how your choices affect where you are and how making necessary adjustments can get you closer to living the life you are meant to live. My assignment is to remind you that it is always about your purpose. Let's get started. I know I am not the only one who feels this way at times. If I can just get my significant other, my children, my siblings, my parents, my manager, my coworkers, my church leaders, and everyone else to see how right I am, they would all be the better for it. Mm -hmm, That's what I believe. (laughs) The reality is, You may be right in how you think, feel, and see, but right for who? What you believe to be true may only be true for you, but not necessarily true for the next person. How you see and process the situations in your life is based on the stories you tell yourself about yourself and the stories you believe about others. There are times we will need to take a step back and assess the judgment we place on people. Often, our disagreement with people does not necessarily make them wrong. The same freedom we desire to live our truth is the same freedom we have to work hard to extend to others to live theirs. So nevertheless, there will be people who you interact with who will be wrong as two left shoes, but there is nothing you can do about another person's behavior. They will consistently make poor choices, which may even affect you. However, no amount of anger, manipulation, or spitefulness and being petty will bring about change in another person. The scripture, um, Jeremiah 32, 27 says this, that it reminds us that God is the only one capable of controlling people. And even this requires submission on their part. The scripture also tells us there's nothing too difficult for God to handle. This means the control that we secretly delight in must be relinquished to the one actually in control. 
that would be God. I have wasted an extensive amount of time being angry with certain people because they would not behave the way I thought they should. The moment I remembered that my behavior is determined by my own thoughts is the moment I realized my thoughts cannot control others. Anger with others usually stems from our inability to control them and trying to control others is a futile activity. Here's an encouraging, encouraging reminder this week found in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. What can counter your need to be controlling? Well, let's talk about how we counter the need for control right after this short break. So what will counter your need to be controlling? Surrender. Why? Because it's a God thing. There's a quote by Bernadette Devlin that says this, the will of God will never take you to where the grace of God will not protect you. To gain that which is worth having, it may be necessary to lose everything else. So when I was a child, my understanding of being an adult was that I would be able to do whatever I wanted to do. There would be no adult supervision or parental guidance. I would be in charge. Well, it would not take me long to discover that adulting was not fun. I had to grow up quick because of my choices. In my early adult life, I spent many days making decisions based on external influences and usually out of the will of God for my life. I did not understand that God had a plan for me, so I was aimless in my activities, even when doing well. Although I would try to do the right thing, my life lacked stability. There's a scripture in the form of a prayer that says this, teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. As life progressed, I learned to pray this prayer and my life has been benefited from it greatly. This prayer has not only taught me patience in the process, but also that God will only align with his will, not mine. There, this is where surrender comes in. The stability or firm footing I was seeking could only be found in a source bigger than myself. When you seek out your God-inspired purpose and allow it to be the compass for your life's journey, it will always manifest better outcomes. So know this, your way satisfies temporarily and only supports surface living. God's purpose wants to lead you into a more substantial and substantive existence, but it will require surrender on your part. I pray that you will always consult and collaborate with God because he knows what is best for you. Next, we will discuss what feeds the need to control.
what feeds the need to control? It is usually two things, the avoidance of failure and the fear of rejection. J.K. Rowling said this, failure is so important. We speak about success all the time. It is the ability to resist failure or use failure that often leads to greater success. I have met people who don't want to try for fear of failing. J.K. Rowling, she is the creator and author of the Harry Potter series. She was once a struggling single mother on welfare. While working on welfare, she worked on the first book in her Harry Potter series. After the difficulties Ro uh, Joanne Rowling experienced in her life, she said this, I was set free because my greatest fear had been realized and I still had a daughter that I adored and I had an old typewriter and a big idea. And so rock bottom became a solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. Her failure fueled her to go to the next level and create a better life for her and her daughter. Failure only has the power we give it. It can be the weight that keeps us bound or it can be the fuel that propels us forward. Once we get comfortable with the idea of failure, that it will occur, we can then move into executing our dreams and goals. Daily, I am delivered from the idea of perfection and I focus on purposeful pursuits. I know that I strive not to be haphazard in my attempts to share my gifts. And I understand that preparation is essential to my work. Every day I'm giving 100% of what I have available and I am making my best efforts. So I do not have to fear failure. The other hindrance is the fear of being rejected. We often tie rejection to our worth. But rejection is not about your worth, but one of two things. It's others' inability to see your value and your contribution, or others recognizing that you, you are not a fit, and that's not a bad thing. Either way, don't take it personal. We don't like the way rejection makes us feel, so we try to control people and outcomes to minimize the feelings rejection often calls. Next time you find yourself getting angry with someone, stop and examine why. What part did you play in the possible breakdown of communication? What did you assume about the other person? And what was your expectation of them? That for whatever reason, they were unable to meet. I'm starting to see more and more that if I did not clearly communicate something, then I cannot expect the person to seriously consider what I need or want from them. If you did not effectively communicate, then do not assume. Let go of your fears of failure and rejection and stand up boldly and speak your truth. What are you afraid of? If what you desire is meant to be, then it will surely come to pass. You want more out of your relationships, your engagements and efforts. We all do. So make it a point of reminding your, yourself of this every single day. And know on the other side of fear 
is the life of your dreams. Let go of the fear of failure and rejection and start living that life. Thank you for listening to the Pointing to Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the platform you're listening on to receive notifications of newly published episodes. Also, I would really appreciate your liking, sharing, and even leaving a review. This helps the podcast gain listeners. So until the next time, be empowered.